Hey, this is Larry Hunter coming at you, 5-Minute Inspirations, and I want to say thank you for taking time to tune in and listen to uh, my program. You know I always come to you with a question, right? (laughs) Well, the question that I have for you today is, where might you go to find the poorest people in the world, the most poverty-stricken people in the world? Where would you go to find that person? You know, uh... Are you thinking of some different places? I know I heard one time on a you know a report on the news that that the the poorest country in the world is Haiti. I don't know if that's still true. I don't know if it ever was true, but uh, you know I think I heard a report like that a while back. Where would you go to find the poorest, most poverty-stricken people or a person in the world? Well, let me. Uh, you know, we don't have all day, so I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and help you out a little bit, okay? Well, actually, the poorest person in the world is the person who does not have a hope. Okay? Now, I um I talked along these lines a while back. I did a series, I forgot what the name of it was, but I was talking about talking along these lines. But consider it with me, okay? You have to have a hope. What is a hope? A hope is a positive expectation of something that's going to go down in the future. And you have to have that. We have to have that in life. You have to have a hope. A hope has pulling power. You can endure some tough stuff in your life if you have a hope. Now, and on the other side, a person can not be doing all that bad, you know, according to most people's standards, but if they lose hope then they are poverty stricken and they are in some deep trouble so I want to just talk to you just a moment or two about the importance that hope plays in your life don't downplay hope you gotta have something that you're believing for you gotta have something out in front of you that's bigger and that's better than what you're dealing with right now because if you don't you you what do you call it, kind of implode. You just kind of, you know, you just stop. You just kind of self-destruct. What is your hope today? Well, first, let me ask you this. Take a look at a difficult situation in your life, something that you're dealing with, something that you wish would have been over last week sometime, and you're still dealing with it. Okay, what is your hope? Do you have a positive expectation with regard to that situation? Well, you have to have one, you know. You have to have one. If you're gonna come out, if you're gonna come out of what you in, that ain't all too cool, then it will be because you have a hope of coming out. If things are gonna get better for you, it's gonna be be because you, for some some kind of way, you gained a hope or a positive expectancy that things would get better for you. I mean, and that's where the word of God comes in. That's why. You know, because I used to ask God, Lord, why is it that you think so much about people going different places and, and saying words and repeating what you said in the Bible? Why, why is that so important to you, Lord? People be traveling. You know, I've traveled. I've traveled over, I think, 14 countries now. You know, some of them plane trips real long. Good Google, I didn't know a plane could stay up in the air that long. Like 10 hours, 11 hours up in the air one time. Anyway, and I would ask the Lord, Lord, why is it that you place such a high premium on people going forth and preaching your word, teaching the word of God. And what he told me is that the word of God is a source for your hope. 
See, you go to God's word and you believe it and a positive expectation will begin to arise within your heart. Oh, Lord, it's a beautiful thing as that happens. And, you, you know, you see it all throughout the Bible. Remember Abraham. Abraham went to God in Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 through 6. And he said, Abraham, Abraham said, basically, Lord, look at him. I'm old and, and my wife is old. And we, we ain't been successful at having any children of our own. And it looked like this old employee of mine is going to be my heir. What about that, Lord? And God said, basically, look, you know, look up. Look at them stars. Look at that sand. Man, you're going to have a seed that's going to outnumber all of that. You won't even be able to count it. And that produced a hope inside of it. That produced a positive expectation on the inside of Abram. See, they were in a tough situation that they didn't want to be in. We know the story. They came out of it. And here come Isaac. Well, you know, of course, after Ishmael. But here come Isaac. Well, they came out of that destitute-looking situation and they came into the desire of their hearts, but it wasn't without a hope. It was because God planted the hope of the gospel, the hope of his word on the inside of their hearts. They latched hold of it. And like I told you, hope has pulling power. It'll pull you out of the ditch. It'll pull you out of a rut. Hope has pulling power. Woe be to the person that ain't got no hope. Woe be unto the person that has lost their hope. So I'm challenging you today. I know you got at least one situation you're dealing with that you wish was a lot better or different. My question to you, do you have your hope? Where is your hope? What is your hope in? And allow me to offer to you the word of God. I want to offer to you the word of God as let that be the source of your hope. Because after all, Jeremiah 1.12, God said, behold, I will hasten my word to perform it. Now what that means in everyday talk? The Lord like, look here, I know what I said. And I'm watching over what I said. So when you step out and you believe what I said, I'm going to make it right for you. So see, I'm encouraging you. Let God's word be your source of hope. No matter what you're going through, whatever kind of situation it is. You know, God's word as your source of hope. The Bible even talks about the word of God as the hope of the gospel. Let God's word paint the picture inside of you, a positive expectation of how much better things can be. You got to have it. So I'm hoping I'm kind of kind of shaking you up just a little bit today in case you're just kind of going down in the field. Oh, whoa, it's me. Look, everything is so bad and it's just getting worse. It's, it's, so, it's getting so much worse. You just call it, it's getting badder. It's bad and it's getting badder. I want to shake you. Don't go down the drain like that. Yeah, you're in a tough situation. You're where you do not want to be. You know that things ought to be better. But my question to you again, where is your hope? What is your hope in? Are you aware of your hope? What is your expectation for the days to come? You got to have a positive expectation. And I'm telling you where to go get that positive expectation. Get it from the word of God. Okay? Remember even the guy at the pool of Bethesda. He had been there for 38 years. And Jesus run up on the scene and he said, look here, you know, What's going on? Well, you know, what's happening? He said, look, every year I try to get down there to the water because, you know, the angel would go down to the water and stir it up. And then the first one that got into the water would get healed or whatever they had. He said, like, every time I try to get down there, boy, I tell you what, people just come out the woodworks and they just, they're so rude, Lord. Lord, they're so rude. They just bump me out of the way. They ain't got no kind of regard for me because I'm having trouble walking or I'm a little older than they are. They don't have no, they just run out the way and they get their healing. Okay, so see, he was going down the tubes. He was going down the drain 
focused upon his situation and expecting that that's what's gonna, what was going to be continually. Well, Jesus said, look, arise, take up your bed, walk, go on to your house. The word of God created a positive expectation in that lame man at the pool of Bethesda. And I told you again that hope, the hope of the gospel has pulling power. It's kind of like, you know, when we, when we, <laughs> well, I say this jokingly, it's like when we have about two inches of snow around here in North Carolina, cars be all stuck all on the side of all off the road and everything and good good we can't handle too much snow around here okay <laughs> and then it's it's not uncommon that you're riding down the, the highway you know the interstate and you see old old truck off off the road off on the on the shoulder and stuff and you got this wrecker that's pulling it out got the chain attached to it it's stable and it's pulling it out of that rut well see that's what the hope of the gospel will do for you it will pull you out of that rut Okay, so again, you got to have hope. That hope pulled that lame man out of that rut that he had been in for 38 years. He got his healing. But it wasn't until the hope of the gospel came to him. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to cut it on off and everything, but I'm just a little excited about this and I wanted to share it with you. Just, I know it's a reminder for many of you. It's a reminder. This ain't something you're hearing for the first time. But I'll guarantee you that it's just as true as it was the first time you heard it. It doesn't matter so much what you're dealing with. What matters is where is your hope? Where is your focus? Are you, do you have a positive expectation of things getting better? Well, I try, but sometimes it's hard, Brother Larry. Okay, well, look, let me help you. You stand a better chance of having and maintaining a positive expectation for what's going to come down the road if you will build your hope on the Word of God. Okay? Lord, okay, I'm going to close on out, okay? I just had that on my heart and I wanted to get that over to you. I want to just ask you to shake yourself. And like I said, I know you're dealing with at least one thing in your life that you ain't really, you ain't really feeling. You ain't really caring for. You're ready to get up out of this thing. What in the world? Lord, where are you at? Matter of fact, I was just at the library <clears throat> just a little while ago. And I was, I was doing some work there. And this lady comes up to me that, that knew me from, I had, you know, I'm, my wife and I, we go into this, um, um, benevolence ministry type place and we serve there we volunteer there where you know we offer food and clothing and different other things and also there's uh, about 10 minutes there where you actually preach the word so I usually go in there and I'm the one that's preaching and I'll share a word so she remembered me from way back then and she's like Pastor Larry Pastor Larry and I look up and she comes over there and she starts telling me about a situation in her in her family and they kind of rejected her and she's a she's a foreigner and 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 of course she started crying and she was telling me about this and I kind of, we're trying to talk low because we're in the library right anyway I ended up praying with her but before I prayed with her I took the time to remind her of the faithfulness of God I took the time to help her to turn her attention back to I know what you're going through you're hating it I know it I feel you but it was important to reestablish her on the hope or on the positive expectation that God's word gives us. And once we did that, you know, I spent a little time talking with her and reminding her of scriptures and whatnot. Then we prayed and she was okay. She went on her way. Her situation, did it change? No, not necessarily right in that instant. But she changed. It's like she grabbed hold of that hook on that chain that's going to pull her out of that rut. And that's what I want you to do too, okay? All right, you have yourself a wonderful day. God bless you. I love you. And uh, let me hear from you. Like I said, if something's stirring on your heart as a result of hearing what I've shared, share it with us all.
Oh, I don't want you to put out what I what I tell you. Okay, well, just tell me that if you don't want me to make it put it on blast, so to speak. But I know that all of us we're in this thing together, and we help each other with the inspiration that God gives us each each one of us. Okay, okay. All right. God bless you. We'll see you later, Larry Hunter. Five minute inspirations. Peace. <laughs>